Good morning, good morning, everybody. Hey, good to see a bunch of you guys jumping on early this morning. Morning, Mitch, Sharon, Hardick, Andrew, Allison, Luke. Hey, all the way from uh, Mansfield, Victoria. Hey, good to see you, mate. Yeah, it's a bit wet here too on the Gold Coast. A little bit rainy all around. Um, Deb, good morning. All the way from Newcastle. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining me this morning on another Wealth Coffee Chat. A little bit later start this morning, folks. Uh, my wonderful, amazing, beautiful, amazing wife. Birthday today. A few birthday cheers this morning. Uh, there you go. Uh, not the reminders popped up today either. Okay. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. The world of Facebook and YouTube, Alison. There you go. Hey, good morning. Pratesh, great to see you. Um, Happy birthday, Shay, yeah. Well, thanks for joining me, team. Uh, today, I thought we would continue our uh, our conversation. Jason Witten's my name, as you know. Most of you know, anyway. If you don't, been property investing uh, over 20 years, coaching property investors over 18 across Australia and New Zealand. Along the way, learn a few things. Each morning, we have a wealth coffee chat, share a little bit of what we've, uh, what we've uncovered uh, by doing lots and lots of property deals and uh, coaching lots and lots of property investors. Hey, we're going to continue our journey on the seven plans. The seven plans we talked about yesterday. If you didn't catch the seven plans, go back to yesterday's conversation about the seven plans every property investor must know. And plan number one, plan number one is the acquisition plan, the action plan. This is plan number one. We have to, if we want to be property investors, we need to buy properties. It's pretty straightforward and simple, folks. Sometimes we overthink it. I think often, I think often we overthink the acquisition plan because we, because we think there's a perfect property. And let me tell you, right now, team, there is not a perfect property anywhere on this planet. Not a perfect property at all. They're all different. Uh, and to be honest, a good quality property in a good location in a good city is good enough for us as passive income desiring property investors and our future, right? Number one issue I see with property investors waiting around for the perfect property and the perfect time and the perfect bloody whatever, it never comes along. It's bullshit. Number one rule with the acquisition strategy is get on with it, buy well, never sell, or the buy well part is the part of the acquisition show. So we're going to talk about that this morning, so stick with me. We'll have uh, 10 or 15 minutes together and talk about this conversation. How does it work? Pretty simple. Think about what your income is today uh, and say, all right, if I didn't have any other debts, what is your income today? If my income is $100,000 and I had no uh, debts, your home mortgage is paid off, I don't have any other debts or, or problems or challenges. Your kids are left home, expensive little buggers. Um, you know, how much do you want to live on? How much would you like to live on when it comes to the idea of a passive income in the future? Because this reverse engineers back to our acquisition strategy. How many properties and by when? Okay, the quicker we get them done, the quicker they start to compound and give us our outcome. Hey, morning, Andrew and Sean and Kylie. Good to see you guys on. So the idea, you're sitting there at home, you go, right, at the moment, uh, my uh, passive income 
my income I desire is 100K, or at what we call a minimum, this is our need income. That's the income we need to replace with passive income, let's say, of property in the future. All right, and then maybe we say, all right, I wouldn't mind 50K more. I wouldn't mind 50K more. And we go needs, wants, dreams. And if we add that up, we go, right, what's it going to take for us to create a $200,000 income team? $200,000 income for us in the future. When we are property investors, if we're thinking about property investing, and we're thinking, all right, what's it going to take for us to uh, to create a $200,000 income? Let's go through what this might look like. Okay, and you can do any version of this you want. You can start at 50 there. You can add 20, whatever you want to do. Let's take a look at what this might do. Now, for some of you guys, you already know some of this mathematics, but let's do it again. Let's do it again. And I'm going to say at a 5% income, a 5% income on the property. Now you could drop this to 4%, you can increase it to 6%, whatever you want to do. This morning we're just going to work through some numbers that are simple uh, and structural as we go along. And Luke's already done it, boom, he's cut to the chase. It's going to take uh, up the top here uh, in property value terms, or thereabouts, or thereabouts, this is not exact, but thereabouts, it's going to take $4 million worth of real estate, create add a 5% rental return, creating a $200,000 income. All right, so how do we get going on this? All right, so over here, if you look at this, it's going to take $2 million worth there, another mill, and another mill. Actually, I'm gonna do that in another color so we can sort of start to see what that might look like. So let's look at this. So, um, two mil, one mil, one mil, culminating in that four million over here. What is it gonna take over here when it comes to the number of properties? You know, um, let's have a bit of a look at it. On average, at the moment, you know, the average decent property is around about the 600, 600 to 650, but let's just go, that's gonna be like three properties, you know, 1.5, 1.5, you know, add it up. You're going to be looking at about six investment properties. And I always say, you know, it's between five and seven investment properties often when you're building your property portfolio. So if you're sitting there right now and you go, right, what's my acquisition strategy? Which property should I buy? Or should I buy a house or apartment or a unit um, or a townhouse? Wrong questions, wrong questions. They are the last questions we're asking, ladies and gents, team. What you need to know is how many properties do you need to create the income you desire into the future and when do you want to do it, right? When do you want to do it? Do you want to take the next 20 years doing it? Or do you want to get it done in three years or four years or five years? Tell me in the chat. What do you want to do? Do you want to wait 20 years to, to, to get six done? Or do you want to do one a year for the next six years? What do you think would be more beneficial to you as a property investor? Because the sooner and the quicker you can purchase your property portfolio ASAP, boom. All right, team. 
The idea is get it done as quick as possible and always be ready to buy if you can be, okay? So we have our basic idea. And listen, if you were coming along this morning expecting a bit of rocket science conversation, well, I'm going to sadly disappoint you because it's not rocket science. If you can borrow and you can buy, well, buy a good property and keep it for as long as you can, if not forever. That's the simplicity of the conversation. Everything from there becomes... uh, Complicated because we overthink it. Deploy your capital as soon as possible. Boom. Absolutely, Alison. So here we go. We've got our simple plan. We want six properties. It's going to take about four million of borrowing and acquisition. If you think about this up here, you know, if you if you um, if you have a look at what what capital, what total capital in are we going to need? What total capital in are we going to need to get a $4 million portfolio um, underway? Now, if you borrow at 90% across all of your properties, um, that's going to, you need about 600K if you were going to do it all in one day. Today, if you had 600K, you could get that done today. Okay? But what do you need to start? Usually, you need to start about, at the moment, about 150. Okay? About 100. To 150, and you can repeat that 150, 200, you know, three to four times over the next little bit. So it's going to be about 600k in, or 600k of equity in the market, delivering 400 million dollars, four 400 million. That'd be awesome. Four million dollars worth of real estate exposure, which is fantastic. And then, then the the secret team is to leave it the bloody hell alone. Seriously, buy it. Keep it. Get a hobby. Leave your properties alone. Good properties. Get a good manager. Take care of them. Away we go. Now, hopefully that makes sense as we uh, as we get our get our stuff going here. I do get this question. You know, how do we go about choosing where we are? So there's a few rules. There's a few rules for us, and we like the idea of. A few a rule uh, a few rules. The concept of diversifying. The concept of diversifying. And we'll talk about what that means in a minute. How do you diversify when it comes to residential real estate? I'm not talking about. This is about building our property portfolio team. I'm not talking about. Oh, I'll buy some Bitcoin. I'll buy some shares and I buy a property. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, I think um, that may have a place in people's investment portfolios, but if you're talking about your property portfolio, boom, Hardik's been reading Sam's book, Five City Strategy, absolutely. So we'll, put, we'll go the diversify rule up here. So one, uh, city slash state in Australia, property type, number two, okay? There's two versions of the world how we diversify as property investors. City and state, how does that work, okay? Well, I have a, a bit of a basic rule. I prefer uh, three different states slash cities, okay? Why do we like three different states slash cities? You know, Queensland, Victoria, New South Wales. Queensland, Victoria, uh, South Australia. Queensland, Victoria, Perth. 
There are two massive cities, powerful cities in Australia. You've got to have one of those. And what are those two cities? What are the two major powerhouses of this country and its economy? Team, put that in the chat. Put it in the chat. Where's the powerhouses? All right, tell me where is a powerhouse city that you will not have a problem with uh, long term? All right, it's pretty easy. Australia doesn't have that many cities. <laughs> Imagine being in America, all right? Sydney and Melbourne, boom. You got Sid, you got Sid, and you got Melbourne, okay? Now, if you don't have one of those in your portfolio right now, get on with it, all right? The best place right now to buy uh, because of the COVID bash-ups uh, is Melbourne, actually. Melbourne is absolutely fantastic value. It's still compressed when it comes to its rents, but uh, as you guys know, as you guys know, and we're going to talk about this next week, actually in two weeks' time, the preparing for the great met, uh, rental boom, um, yeah, but like, you know, like Alison said here, some of us can't get into those cities because it's too expensive or the yields aren't high enough, okay? So then what do we do? We start with, um, we start with the secondary cities. So what are the uh, secondary cities in Australia? What are the two powerhouse secondary cities in Australia that actually have excellent economies, team? Um, um, Tell me in the chat right there. I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll do it. So it's it's Brisbane and it is Perth. And I'm going to put Canberra in there. I'm going to put Canberra in there, right? Um, Brisbane and yeah, Newcastle is good, Deb. Um, Newcastle is is certainly uh, an affordable extension of Sydney team. So uh, we we these days sort of say Newcastle is really kind of a suburb of 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 Sydney. I like Newcastle a lot. It's a great city. And some of those cities, you know, I would say, you know, Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast are connected to Brisbane um, uh, as well. So yeah, you've got Perth and Brisbane, two, you know, 1.5 million people cities that are going to grow significantly. Um, like brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, Hardik, you know, Perth is a, 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 an interesting city. Uh, it's certainly showing some fantastic buying signals at the moment, but it's been in the doldrums for 10 years, all right? So, and, and the thing is, and, and I'm glad you brought it up, Hardik, we actually have lots of choices. Um, and, um, you know, Brisbane, uh, feeder cities like Geelong, yep, some of those cities like Geelong are pretty good. Uh, just be careful, you know, if you're going to go to, you know, Geelong folks and pay six fifty for something down there, then, you know, maybe just check how close you can get to the city for the same money and what you're exchanging, okay? So you guys get this, ladies and gents, like uh, a lot of people think it's cheaper to go to the regionals and it's not, it's not. Yeah, I don't like the regionals. I've been there many years ago, 20 years ago. And these, I mean, we, you know, a house in Sydney was 500 and you can buy, you could buy a house for 100 grand, maybe even 50 grand in a regional when I first started. Ladies and gents, now some of the regionals are more expensive than the cities. It doesn't make any economic sense, especially when you analyse their local economies, okay? Travelling tourism economies, sometimes you've got to be careful of. Um, yeah, Hardik, Perth, uh, 
Listen, Sam's going to talk about Perth next week with uh, or the week after with Dr. Andrew Wilson. It's It was locked out of the, the property boom in Australia, team. So, you know, maybe there's some opportunity there. Who knows? But you're getting the picture. You understand what I'm trying to say, right? And then the property type, we diversify with um, an apartment, a townhouse, or a house. Okay? Don't make it more complicated than it needs to be, ladies and gents. Team, you've got a budget, call it 600. You've already got one in Melbourne, so buy one in Brisbane. You want to get closest to the best infrastructure as possible. I would prefer you to buy newer properties because it's so much easier at a distance than older properties. Um, but, you know, some people debate that, which is perfectly fine. Um, get on with it. You don't overthink it. I can tell you right now. Yeah, boom. Your second one in Canberra. We're crushing it in Canberra at the moment. Harding. <laughs> My properties in Canberra are like going gangbusters, gangbusters um, as we go. Um, yeah, Steve, Marucci's a good spot. You know, um, there's some great stuff. And I would say that's, you know, give it a couple of years. It's connected to... Um, but by, by the Olympics, Marucci is going to be connected to Brisbane, you know, significantly with all that 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 um, infrastructure. So, you know, think about it, team. You know, Brisbane's 100% on target to have basically, you know, Noosa to Byron Bay as as the catchment area, uh, the livability area of that that city. So it's going to be great. Southeast Queensland, we're massive fans of Southeast Queensland for a 10 to 15 uh, year future. Uh, so you know, make sure, um, make sure you get on it. Yep, overthinking leads to analysis paralysis. So um, I have, and I, I, we don't have time today, but I'm just going to quickly show you something here. I've got my passive income calculator here. I'm um, saying, so, right, it's 2022 right now. It's 2022 right now, team. Uh, I've got a 20 year goal. I want a passive income of two hundred thousand um, dollars. You know. What's it going to do? I'm, on, I'm going to say, okay, 20, 2042, we're going to have a crack at this. And uh, I've got my personal place of residence, my PPR. All right, so let's go ahead and we'll add our first investment property. All right, add our first investment property. And as you can see here, you can see the calculator starts to shift. And um, with one investment property, my passive income in 20 years' time, $35,000. Let's add a second investment property, getting a bit closer. Let's add a third investment property on our way. You know, uh, add a fourth investment property. Fantastic. And add a fifth investment property. Happy days, right? So now I've just quickly showed you the calculator here and there's, uh, there's a lot of um, give me a shout out. I, I hope you, I think I just fixed the audio team. So let me know if, I, if it's fixed a bit or I've been just talking to myself. <laughs> uh, but, you know, look at this. As we go along, you know, we've been able to uh, purchase our investment properties. Over 20 years time, they've started to pay themselves off because, listen, we put them on interest only for as long as we can while we've got our acquisition phase going. And then at, at some point, the, the lenders will make you pay them off. All right? That's just the way it is. And so we achieved this with six investment properties. Look at this. 
Now, if we go back here, if we go back here, what was our number? Six investment properties. And the longer you leave this alone, let's go and leave that, let's go do that to 30 years. Have a look at the income, the blue section here. Look at, look at the income, the blue section. $499,000. This is like, when I say buy well, never sell, sometimes it's a bit of tongue in cheek, like come on team, just buy the bloody properties and leave them alone. But this is the outcome that can be achieved with good properties left alone uh, and just looked after, okay? The longer you own them, and the better you maintain them for income producing, the better off you're going to be. All right. I've gone a bit late today, so um, I'll call it there. But what I might do in the coming days is I might circle around on this calculator and do a little bit more on it, you know. And I haven't even added, uh, and I'll do this uh, at the end of the seven plans. We have a plan at the end called the acceleration plan. And let me show you the acceleration concept, the acceleration concept at the end of this where you can really boost your income as we go, all right? Yeah, Steve, it could be much higher, mate, for sure. Um, I always just put a growth rate in of 4% to be really conservative. Um, you know, the interest rates, you know, probably could be adjusted over time. You could probably put them at maybe 4%, you know, just to make sure it, you know, levels out. Um you know, uh, rent growth rate, you know, maybe that could be uh, a bit lower, a bit higher. So, you know, you have a look at that. And, and this is actually, you, you make a good point there, Steve, just for a second. You know, uh, the capital growth could be a bit higher, but the, 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 the important part, did you see that change, that, it, that passive income change? The important part, folks, is if your property isn't in an area that's going to sustain good quality rent growth in the future, it's going to be like, it's the difference of 4% rent growth compounding over time compared to a 2% rent growth compounding over time, okay, is the difference of, of nearly $250,000 worth of income, okay, um, as you go. Oh, Joe, Joe, great question. What if they say you can't borrow anymore? Boom, mate. Uh, well, number one, that might be the case. Often, Joe, I have found that that is not the end of the story. You've asked one lender a question uh, and they, they're not giving you a solution. Joe, if you want to find a solution, you need to work with people like uh, myself and our coaches who can give you future solutions. There's a number of ways to improve your borrowing power and your ability to buy your next property. You need someone who's creative, always, yeah. Uh, yeah, Steve, in the Facebook group, uh, it's in the Facebook group downloads, so make sure you have a little look at that, Steve. It's uh, it's in there. All right, team, I've gone way over today. I love these calculators, but uh, and uh, thanks for hanging out with me this morning. Hopefully, you guys get some value out of the chats. I'm going to try and get myself back here. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. You guys be awesome, be well. Um, and um, join me tomorrow for another Wealth Coffee Chat on Friday. Thanks, team. Bye-bye.